0: Welcome to the Ramon Foster Show, starring Jeff Saturday, the new coach of the Indianapolis Colts, actually starring Ramon, who does not he, he at least works in an AFC South City and otherwise has nothing in common with Jeff Saturday. But, Moan, how? I, like, I don't care about the Colts either, okay? But, yeah, like, me how? how do you just take a guy who has zero coaching experience and make him a head coach?
1: In in the world of NFL news, man, that was by far one of the most shocking things I had seen. It is like that's almost like, hey, man, will you come do this favor for me? Hold this murder weapon for me while I go down the street. The cops are behind me, (laughs) but it'll be okay. Like, no, I love Jeff, man. Like, I think he does a really good job on the four letter network. I think he's a, a, a guy that's very respected for his input, his insight, his knowledge. as a person, as a man, as a player, all of those things. But Bye. managing 53-plus guys, plus people inside the building, plus coaches who have been on that staff for years, for, for, for guys that also – you mean to tell me your owner, Indianapolis Colts, feels so good about a guy that never been a head coach that you're re- willing to leapfrog guys um, that you're willing to put the careers of players in his hand. Like, I, that's one thing that frustrates me about some of the owners in this league. They treat it as if you're just pawns on a table. And maybe that's just what it is since I pay you millions of dollars or hundreds of thousands of dollars. I'll do with this what I want. But I looked at that situation and said, but what about those guys in the locker room? Like, as, as a fan, now I can sit back and laugh, like, man, that is the dumbest thing of the week, right? This got to be the dumbest thing of the week. It's one thing to fire a coach. I've been in college. They fired my head coach while I was playing. And let me just tell you, the black cloud that hangs over that was just such a, it was a nightmare in the sense of like going to do, it wasn't a job then, but going to do the job. I couldn't imagine that as a pro. Like that's one thing I would tell fans, like the the, the financial aspect of being a pro is cool, but you still got to do the work. You don't go to work to lose. Football uh, is way too hard. You're way too invested. I, I got a
0: I got a call coming in here. It's from a period Rooney, <laughs> and uh, oh, he wants you to be the head coach of the Steelers like tomorrow, Mm-mm. tomorrow. I, I, now, in all seriousness, here, yeah, what would you do? After you said yes, because this is no fun if you oh, say okay. no. Oh, so okay. <laughs> yeah, after you said yes,
1: what would you do? I'd have to have a team meeting with the guys. Which guy? would be the first thing. Everybody in the, the building. Players? What, Before, no, no, the players. Everybody. Players first. Players, Before the coaches. coaches, training staff. Players, coaches, training staff, equipment staff. And All just, in one room. You have to. You have to DK. And I think the biggest point of it all is to let everybody in the building know that maybe Irsay is is having a joke about it and, and and trying to do the right thing in his mind, but I won't take this as a joke. I said yes, because I believe that if I said yes, I'm capable of something that was better than your last coach, but that will be one of the first things I would tell them. This isn't a joke to me. I'm serious about it because guys can read through stuff the same way we think Mm -hmm. kids don't know certain stuff, right? Like players in the league can tell, Oh, that coach don't like that coach. Oh, that running back don't like his coach. Or I know he's icing this player out right here for a reason. Like we see those things. And I think that's the one thing you have to let those guys know. This isn't a game to me. I know you guys sacrifice a lot. That's the first thing I do. And then from there, (laughs) DK, considering I hadn't been in the building all year, what Panic. is this offense?
0: Panic. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> what is this offense?
0: Panic. I, all the I, plays I, run through you. You're hearing You're hearing things in your headset. Oh, my God. Sunday against the Saints. You're hearing things in your headset that yeah. you don't even know the language. It might as well be Egyptian. <laughs> no. Okay? No. And you're, you're just hearing this stuff, and you're going, um, yeah, sounds good boys. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Here we go.
1: And then to add to the fact their first freaking game under his tenure is on the road at Vegas. What's travel schedule? What's dress attire? When do we have to be at the stadium? Because if it was Frank, Wright, we should have just left everything that he had in place in place. You know what I'm saying? When do we take first? And when do we take timeouts coach? Like there's you're right. DK loss. Lost as a blind dog, man, with no smelling sense. That's how lost you are.
0: Now, I I, I say all this, and we we definitely agree that this is just a, a borderline insane move to do in season, even if your team is way out of it, like the Colts are and everything else. However, yeah. However, if I throw this in the counter direction and ask you, does the NFL actually overvalue? X number of years of doing this and X number and to make it too hard on guys. Like, I mean, you and I have both seen guys come in the building like a Heinz ward, uh, you know, Carnell Lake and whatever. And they have to just gradually move up from yeah. offensive assistant to assistant to the assistant. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. And all the, the, all the Dwight Schrute levels along the, uh, along the path. Yeah. And, and, and maybe discourage guys.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: I, I, how many people have thrown out randomly or Ben Roethlisberger should be the offensive coordinator. Okay. Yeah. Ben's got so much money. The last thing he needs is that kind of headache. Okay. It's that kind of stress. However, yeah. however, don't tell me that if Ben walked in the building right now, he wouldn't do better. You, you know what
1: though, DK, if, but for how long? I don't know. That's the, that's the real thing. It's like you do better, but for how long? Because the first trick is good. Can you do that trick over and over again as far as play calling? Can you do that first trick again? Can you do that next trick when it comes down to short yard? It's like, what plays? You can't call them as if you're playing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's like right. me trying to coach OL. I've heard that you throwing around a few like, like, no, nah, I don't. It's different because you actually got to teach people. You actually got to lead people. You actually got to make like strong decisions when it come down to the plan of the game. So no, it's not that easy. I do think you need some experience. Coach Tomlin coming in as young as he was. Sean McVay coming in as young as he was. Both of those dudes are football nerds, though. Ask anybody around that's ever been around them. They were, like you said, mailroom guys and, and drawing up key cards type of stuff and studying offenses and defenses before they could ever get a position. This dude's never had a, a position. No, it's He's a, only coached in a high school in Georgia.
0: The amount of studying and the nerdiness, to borrow your term here, that goes into becoming even just an assistant to a positional coach. <laughs> uh, the amount of things and trends and histories and back and forth between offenses and defense that they study, that they analyze, and here comes that term. Everybody knew it was coming. The amount of film that these people have consumed over the course of their lives, not their NFL tenures, their lives. Uh, I'm sorry, that is not, it's, it, yes, head coach is a motivational position. Yeah. Yes, it helps to have the respect of those in the building. Jeff Saturday is probably going to be able to pull off both of those. Yep. But on a strategic sense, he had better be flanked, and I mean flanked, by superb, advanced, knowledgeable people. Yes.
1: Yes, my brother. We could go on and on. Yeah, we could. We we could. But Uh, luckily, that's not your franchise. Okay. We just. I say (laughs) shame.
0: Oh my goodness. When we come back, what's it going to take to get this running game going? Can we? Can we really dig into this? Yeah. Yeah. We can. to the Ramon Foster Show, and it's a question that we've been asking for, well, I guess two years now, but it never really seems to go away, and I'm tired of trying to find which direction my finger should be pointing as to why the Steelers can't run the football, and I'm definitely tired of saying, well, it's just because they need to commit to it. Oh, man, mm. they, they commit. They mm. commit like great first down, second down, one and a half yards, two yards. That's it. That's committing. Yeah. They just can't it make is. it happen. Why, Moan? Why? What's happening here? I mean, let's uh, really let it fly here. No, no prisoners. No prisoners.
1: I, I'd say skiing. A little bit of it too. You're not helping your guys with what I think they'd be better at though, DK. Like looking at the runs, that are Uber like predictable. Like there's no movement. Uh, also Najee, not being able to find a hole sometimes, too. That plays a part in it also. I think when you got Najee, he track flies. Like either he's got to be better sighted when it comes down to his run track, or they got to figure out a better scheme to get him in space, not throwing the ball into the short side of the uh, into the short side of the field either. That's the problem for me. I think accountability, as we spoke about the other day when it comes to the offensive line. You said that was one word that they they spoke of time and time again. Well, guess what? This is the last show as far as this second half of the season. Like, there's nothing wrong with saying guys get right or get left behind. That's where I'm at with it. You picked up an extra second-round pick for a Mm -hmm. reason. Like, guys are on display. Every week right now is a job audition. Like, that's just where they are. Um, I would also throw in the fact that wide receiver's blocking. Although I hadn't been very detailed in watching what that looked like, but that plays a part too, as far as like the four and five yards. But truthfully, DK, I probably didn't miss anything because we don't even get to the open field as much to, to make sure there is a bigger explosion play. How many expo- explosion plays do we have on, on the ground this year? That's not like a little trick play or something that's an end around, which to me is dead too. You know what I'm saying? It's so, a zero. It's a it's, zero. It's,
0: I just save everybody the research.
1: Wow. So it's it's – Play, call, and DK, of course, that has to play a, pay, uh, a part in it as far as what are they presenting you with against what you're actually doing against it. It's Will, also, the guys up front being able to push bodies around. But I'll say this, too, in their defense. If you put us in the same predictable sets that says this, if it says 75% of the time they run the ball in this set, and of those 75 times we're only averaging 2.6 yards, why are we still running it? You know what I'm saying? Like yep. th- that's the style point. That's that to me is a part of it too. The other half too, DK, is <laughs> sometimes you have to toss the ball around, other than throwing it to the flat for a quick screen to get the run game open up a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't Everybody think nobody
0: spreads out. Yep.
1: You see what I'm saying? When they line mm-hmm. up in these tight sets, I don't think nobody believes they can run the ball. So look, guess what? I'll just commit to it myself.
0: You know, we can get into individual offensive linemen. We can get into, like you said, the schemes and the sweeps, which never work. Right. And you can even get into things like first half versus second half. Like, Hmm. if you were to just pound a team in the first half, even if they were all pointless runs, and you can come at them in the second half, Najee's style strikes me as being the kind where if he gets you in the fourth quarter and you're a little worn down, he's going to drag you down the field and he's going to make an impact. Go ahead.
1: Are we that patient, though?
0: No. Hell no. And you you don't have, not only that, but you don't have a cause to be patient because you don't have anything else to throw into the mix. Okay. Because this guy's got no imagination. So what I I come back to is this, and because Mike Tomlin at his press conference this week gave a rather rousing endorsement of your guy, fellow UDFA, mm Mm-hmm. Jalen Warren. Warren. And okay. if these two people, Warren and Najee, had just shown up in training camp and nobody knew who they were or how they were acquired, mm-hmm. who would have been the starting running back Probably this whole Jaylen. season? Yeah. Probably Jalen. Isn't that funny how that works, how that gets prioritized over winning that week's game?
1: Don't give me that, DK. I just Because did. you know that that type of stuff as a UDFA Undrafted for agent always ticks me off for a lot I, of different reasons, well, and you agree with me. Production, I, I do agree with you. Production, and we've said that time and time again. To as far as Jalen being in front of him, I hate it's that way, and I know why it's that way too. Because you can't look bad. You also drafted him
0: for a reason. First round. There's That's a the reason thing that really why. jumps out. It's the first round thing. But, it's not Anthony McFarland here. Okay, this no. is first. Round And if you start the other guy over him, you come across like you're making some big, sweeping statement that says, first round
1: bust. Yeah. And and we'll have to go back and look at the tape, too, versus what does the box look like with Jalen and how do they stack it up also against Najee,
0: too? That is that's fair. A part of it, too, to be fair to Najee. There's people Uh, inside the team who will point out to me on a regular basis, somewhat cynically, that most of Jalen Warren's big plays, the ones that we really like and say is super awesome and everything, come on third down draws, everybody's back off the line of scrimmage, uh, you know, second and 20, things like that. Right. And, and, And those should be big running gains.
1: Okay. Now let's say this too, DK, for the smart people in the room. And we got some smart listeners on this pod too. Well, in those sets, how come we don't spread the team out the same way you do on third down as you do in first if that works better in the run game? Because if that's the case and there's more wide receivers out there, meaning you're in the nickel set, you are you got four wide receivers out there in the running back, then why don't we spread them out like that anyway? Move Pat off the line of the scrimmage, Right. Spread mm-hmm. the defense out. That way we can get there for Najee. That's my issue with it, okay? We used to line up, and I hate referencing this, but this is something we've done and it's worked, right? We used to get in just empty formations with Young being able to be out, and then he motioned back into the box. Still a five-man, def- like, offensive line up front, one back and one quarterback. Everybody else is spread out away from the box. And we do work right there. Nickel on nickel as far as, look, they got DBs in. So let's operate in that. Why not go sub? You see what I'm saying? Like, why not go that? Why does it have to be Najee in the I-formation with a fullback and two tight ends? You see what I'm saying? I do. That's fighting City Hall to me. And if you're that incompetent, DK, then you shouldn't be
0: at the job. Yeah. That's it that's it though but that's you, it. that's every every road comes back to this we guy it just, it, again. it just comes back to this guy because it's unavoidable it's like a, it's like the hub okay all the discussions and everything else ends up doing this and right in the middle is having the lobotomized coordinator and that's just you can't you can't get past it when we come back when we oh, get man. past this we're gonna do the only segment that matters with the new head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers remote are
1: Learn more at Marines.com.
0: And welcome back to the Ramon Foster Show and the only segment that matters. Brought to you as always by our friends at the Get-Go Cafe and Market, where quality is at the core of every menu item. Three expert chefs fine-tune every detail so that every sub, burger, salad, wrap, drink, and app is crafted for crave Order your favorite entry at the get go cafe and market today. Better believe it. Moan, this one's uh this one's fun. This comes from Mr. G. Okay. And he leaves this in the comment section at TK Pittsburgh Sports. And he says, Oh, a little bit of a twist here. <laughs> hey, little Foster. There we go. Regarding illegal man downfield, it seems to me that back in the day, that was only called on the old-fashioned screen passes to a running back. Yeah. yeah. Same here. Yeah. The lineman blocked for a predetermined count. Then he would slide downfield, having trust in the quarterback to have released the football. But now the calls are coming as a result of the RPO calls. That means run pass option. So is it a timing thing? If the linemen aren't leaving too early, then is the quarterback taking too long at the mesh point and holding the ball too long before throwing it? Listen, all I'll I'll add to this before I throw it to you, Moan, is that when illegal man downfield and illegal shifts were brought up with uh, Mike Tomlin in Philadelphia a couple weeks ago, uh, he said that he sensed that there's been a sea change among officials as to how it's getting called. Now he's on the competition committee and he didn't have an answer as to why that was. So I wouldn't expect too much from either of us on this.
1: Yeah. uh, But why there are so many RPOs though. That's a huge part of it too. Most every team has an athletic quarterback except for uh, maybe Davis Mills with the Texans and Tom Brady everybody else for the most part is very mobile as mm-hmm. far as their play um and in that <laughs> most ocs have the quarterback giving the ball and pulling it to throw the thing is when the offensive line get the play they simply get the play it's not necessarily a um a, hey guys I might throw the ball if if I see this guy right here no 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 they don't hey, know. we We get 24 zone and that will be it, right, for us. And we go to the line and say, 24 zone. Here we go, on on two. And we get it. And next thing you know, you know how many times I heard Heath get the ball and I'm like, I thought we were run blocking. Because (laughs) you have to sell it as a run and you got to block it to convince the defense that it is a run in a sense. Because if I just, you know, just pitter-pat my feet, and not actually block the run in a run pass option type of an offensive play. They gave it up. It's the mm-hmm. TFL, you yeah, know, in those types of ty- mm-hmm. So, offensive linemen, they operate as if it's a run play. Um, and sometimes the quarterback pulling the ball and actually throwing the ball can be a, a, a discrepancy between a guy not having anybody shaded on him. So, get up the field quicker. That right there is why. And a lot of teams are doing those uh, types of plays too.
0: So, is it excusable? That the Steelers have had this many illegal man downfield penalties because they don't seem to think so. At least that's not what they're being told by the coaches. Uh,
1: they they
0: lead the league. Okay. Well,
1: you know what? Nobody's going to put blame on anybody. That's what it is. I think it's probably an operation of the running back, <laughs> wide receivers, tight ends, and quarterback. Just being real with you, it may be a hey and a, a situation in which you need to know. Uh, what, the, what the, um, the coverage is and when you're hot and when you're not. That may be one of the small things that Kenny Pickett was speaking of when he said guys need to study. Well, guess what? I was ready for the hot pass. You didn't look for me. So guess what? I had to wait for you to get open, and then we had guys down the field. I'm not about to run this ball and get smashed by an NFL linebacker, so I'm going to wait. We'll take the penalty and roll from there. That may be one of those small item things that Kenny was speaking of. Look. Know when we're hot, you know, know when you're the guy that's got to go quick or, hey, he's blitzing. I need to turn my head around quicker because we get a legal man down the field if the offensive line is there. So I, I got no issue with it. It's, and it seems to me nobody's actually putting blame, but they know where the issue is at.
0: Yeah, I think it's more a matter of let's just nail this thing as opposed to, hey, you you dummy, stop <laughs> screwing this up. Yeah, exactly right. is what it is. Yeah, exactly. All right, Moan, we're going to do another one of these tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, we will, man. And by yeah, the way, we we're, we're, we're in the
1: comments, too. I saw somebody say, remember when they used to get in the comments? We're in the comments, okay? We might sprinkle a message yeah, or two in there.
0: Yeah, right? definitely. Family. Yeah, right. Yeah, don't, yeah, I mean, the thing is, the show gets a lot of comments. It does. Yes, it does. Most of the comments, by the way, Moan, before we Boy, sign hard. off for the day, they're so nice. <laughs> They like you You so much. You know what? The fact that we do read them, though,
1: I'd hate it to be, man. This pod sucks. You guys are liars. You're (laughs) cheerleaders.
0: Well, We we get some of it.
1: You guys are cheerleaders. But what I've learned in that, though, DK, you can't please everybody, man. And we say this show is what? We're going to have a good time without being jokes. We will joke, but you're going to get football here, and it's going to be something that's not selling smoke right that's yeah, not what the we're approach, doing here.
0: the approach that the, if you go totally macro with this stuff the approach is pretty simple and that's this call it like you see it call whichever it like direction it. that happens to go it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't matter you know which direction it goes if it's critical it's critical if not if you know whatever you know let's yeah. do it again tomorrow Mom.
1: yeah i'll be here will you be here
0: uh, yeah it definitely <laughs>